2: took the dog for a walk yesterday afternoon in the middle of a snowstorm yeah on march twenty eighth <laughs> had a conversation with my neighbor because i'm I'm always a little bit leery about the the the, the weather conversation mm-hmm. right because we do the weather, we talk about it a lot, yeah, but is it just is it just me like am I Complaining about something that everyone's just sort of just, ah, whatever. It's just... No. But there was pure anger. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what it is, is it's (laughs) like... My neighbor was just like, this is ridiculous! We
0: get such a short, you know, spring, summer, fall season, that when it's March 28th and we're still in winter, it's like, okay, now you're just cutting into our fun time. Like... He was like, We better have a good summer,
2: or I'm gonna snap!
0: I know, we get mad, like, as if it's somebody's fault.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Trudeau. Yeah. Thanks, Kenny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it is supposed to be a bit warmer today. Um, he's like, This snow's not gonna melt till June. That was his <laughs> other line. I'm like, oh, you have a good night. <laughs> All right. Good, it's not just me. <laughs> no, I I've adopted the Grant Johnson uh, March snow shovel plan. Oh, yeah. I, as soon as it hit March 1st, I stopped shoveling. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Things you could instantly, you wish you instantly could take back. <laughs> so that's our topic today. And obviously it ties into uh, Will Smith's slap. At the Oscars. I thought we'd start, though, by reading the apology Will Smith made to Chris Rock and, well, the Academy and and all the viewers. Do you want to read it?
0: Yeah, so he put this out on his Instagram last night. He said, Violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line, and I was wrong. I am embarrassed, and my actions were not indicative Addictive. Indicative, Add- sorry. Addictive. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, of,
0: of the man I want to be. It sounds wrong for some reason. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. I would like to apo- I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show all the attendees, and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I am a work in progress.
2: Sincerely, Will. I I like the apology. My thing yesterday when when we talked about this on the show was that I think there's more going on there, Mm -hmm. and that's why I I guess maybe a little less judgmental. Yeah, I'm still surprised at how many people think it was staged. Yeah, I don't think that was staged at all. (laughs) No, no, I I can't even picture
0: because he clearly hit him. Well, what what would it be for some ratings? Why would Will Smith care about the ratings of the Oscars? No, exactly. Yeah, all it's done is now he's doing an apology to her, and he's going to have to talk about this for years and. That's what people and, remember from the night not him winning his first Oscar.
1: Yeah, and, and yeah. I was reading there's a possibility that the uh the Oscars or whatever the group is called Academy. It, the Academy can suspend him. Yeah, he, there's going to be repercussions. I I think
2: it'll be interesting to see what kind of an impact this has on his on his career, too, yeah, right, like I think he'll do the tour, he'll be on oprah and and I can 't wait for the Chris Rock statement to be honest with you i thought so
0: I thought there was one. I was like, I think Chris Rock apologized because I read one last night, but
2: it but looks I don't like know. it might be fake i don 't know where it was, yeah, okay, all right, well, we'll keep an eye out for that. I sent out a tweet yesterday with chris rock on his twitter like with his twitter handle on it yeah it just said a penny for your thoughts (laughs) and i thought maybe that would actually take off but it didn't (laughs) no (laughs) you got like four likes and three retweets (laughs) here's the thing this is why i know it wasn't staged um and again i'm so surprised like I think a lot of people just heard that it happened, didn't see the footage, mm-hmm. and then went, oh, no, come on, that's staged. Well, There's no way. Because I wasn't watching, somebody texted
0: me and said, wow, well, Will Smith just slapped Chris Rock. And my first thing was, was it real? Yeah,
2: yeah. But if you watch the footage, you can't help but, like, 100% as soon as I saw it, I was like, that's real. Like, yeah. that really just happened. Let's just say we were talking, you know, with the mics off in the room, and I said, Hey, Jimmy, I'm gonna get you to interrupt my sports yeah. in the next hour. And, and then, then I'm, I'm gonna, gonna slap I'm you. I'm gonna come over and slap you. It'll be funny. Yeah. Like that just that those conversations don't happen. Well, and
0: then the whole going back and forth. Just tell him to keep his wife's name out of his mouth. And, yeah. But yeah, that but one was one thing that
1: kind of real emotion. One thing that kind of was weird to me though is why like there's security there. Why wouldn't somebody stop Will Smith from Are coming you gonna up there? stop
2: twenty five feet away he from He was him. right there. He's right there. He's the best actor Because he was nominated. about to
1: win an award,
0: so
2: he was right next to the steps. They put they, I mean, this is why I, I say it's the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Everybody in that building knows Will Smith is winning best actor that night because of where he's sitting. He literally when when he started to get up from his chair right after the joke. Chris Rock barely had time to say his name, right? And you could tell when Chris Rock realized that Will Smith was coming at him that, that he was interrupted in the flow of what he was trying to do. Like, you can tell. He was like, oh, what, 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 what's going on here? He's
1: literally... No, but that's just the one thing that I just thought was kind of weird, that there was nobody was, there.
2: Has I mean, we've doing the Oscars since what, the... 40s or
1: the 50s or something like that? Yeah.
2: Has have we ever had a, a an episode where an actor jumped up on stage? I don't think so. Very rarely. Like they're not putting
1: security. In the movie, but bo- in the movie Bodyguard, you know, the the guy tried to kill her during the Oscars. Will, okay. Smith, Will Smith didn't try to kill her though. <laughs> that was just a random. Okay.
2: <laughs> I like having the, body, Costner protected the bodyguard reference <laughs> from Jimmy. <laughs> Why isn't there security guards in the movie Bodyguard with <laughs> Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston? Have, they, have none of them seen The Bodyguard? The Locker Room Topic of the Day. What have you regretted the moment you did it? Um, I
0: think you and I might have the same one. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think we do. As soon as that catamaran started moving in uh, Jamaica, yep. I was like, I should not be on this thing. Yeah, And I'm stuck on it now for
2: hours. Okay, now, I, I just want to... Give a little bit of context to what Grant is saying, because you're, you're probably judging him harshly. Cause we got bullied into going on to this. Not we bullied. were on
0: our, like sandals doing our show from sandals yeah. and they were like, there's a catamaran. It's going to this bar. That's in like the, the ocean, you know, the that's Appleton made of-
2: rum yeah, commercials where they're partying in a, in a, in a pub in the middle of the water. Yeah. We were going to that pub.
0: It's made out of, like, driftwood. Yes. They pull, like, if you want lobster, they pull it right out of the ocean for you. It
2: looks really it, cool.
0: It looks really cool. It's about a two, three-hour boat ride to get there. And and we party on the catamaran.
2: Yeah. So and there's all sorts of drinks and everything.
0: Yeah. And, and everyone's so we going. Like, and, we and, like, and there's, like, ah.
2: like, ten radio stations from around Canada all down yeah. there. And everybody has guests with them. Yeah. Everybody has multiple people on the show. So there's, like... 50 of us and everyone's going and I remember saying to my wife I said I am not a water person the last time you talked me onto a boat was when we went on this cruise from the island to Kitimat and I was sick the entire (laughs) time I said I'm not looking forward to this at all and She's like, "Well, we should go." Everyone else is going. Mm-hmm. You got you. I remember same you. thing for me. It was we like we're like, "I don't We're, like, do we're here to
0: experience and take pictures for social media. We should do this. Oh, son of a bitch! Like, as get soon on the damn as, boat. as that boat started moving, okay, I felt my stomach go.
2: I started to get queasy. I'd say. 20 to, to the point like there was swells too right yeah. even the It was a said, rough day it's gonna be a bit of a rough ride today everybody settle in <laughs> and uh and then everyone's giving you advice on how not to get seasick look, at, you, the look at the coastline look Dude, at the horizon don't sit down it actually it's worse when you sit down yeah so anyway uh about 30 minutes in i'm like i'm gonna throw up in front of everybody so i ran down to yeah. the to the washroom and there was already a lineup of people throwing up <laughs> yeah in uh, in the, so I had to use the women's bathroom. Yeah. So I'm chucking my cookies. I come out of the women's bathroom and I look into the corner of my eye. There's Grant <laughs> Green. He just chucked his cookies oh, in the men's, Yeah. In the men's bathroom. So then I'm like. How much longer? This is 15, 20 minutes in. Just just started our journey. Yes, and literally, there was so many people sick. So it wasn't just Grant wasn't and I. It wasn't just the two of us. <laughs> it wasn't just the, the <laughs> flatfoot prairie folk. <laughs> Everybody on the boat. They brought another boat out to us yep. to take our sick asses home.
0: There was a girl from Montreal that basically demanded it. She was, like, get, yeah. she was like, she was like get me up off. over the side of the boat. And she was like, you need to get me off this boat right now. Or yes. Else.
2: I, it was awful. It was. <laughs> and then the ride back was just as bad. And I felt bad because I, my wife is like, well, I'll come. Yeah, I'm like, well, was... you can go. <laughs> you can go. Grant and I'll just go to the bar. <laughs> yeah. We'll just go to the swim up bar when we get back. The locker room topic of the day. What have you regretted the moment you did it?
0: Ryan McQueen has regretted every single beer he has started and tried to finish. He said he's tried about eight or nine times. He's sat down and gone, you know, I'm going to have a beer today. 46 years old, he has never drank an entire can or bottle of beer.
1: That is the saddest story I think I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> and the thing is, is what bothers me by that story is the fact that he tried six or seven times, so he wasted a perfectly good mm. beer six or seven times. I've known a few people that have just, like, do not like the taste of
0: beer, but the thing is, nobody really likes the the first beer they
2: have, right? I did. Did you? I remember, like, trying it and being like... Yeah, but didn't you try kinda, beer at yeah. the age of seven? No, it was... Twelve. I remember my first beer. It was a Budweiser. I'm actually getting a bit of a chub right now thinking about (laughs) it.
1: My first beer uh, was a pill, and I didn't like it. That doesn't surprise me though. But I, you know, I.
2: What with where his head was at when he was a kid, yeah, not surprised by that
1: conversation at all.
2: (laughs) Do you remember your first beer? Yeah,
0: it was a Canadian. And I hated it. Really?
2: Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I was like, this is not good. I basically, I when I got on the teat, <laughs> I I basically saw, well, this is the rest of your life. <laughs> Here we go.
1: <laughs> Here we go. All
2: <laughs> right, strap in. The locker room topic of the day. And the conversation this morning, what have you regretted the moment you did it? We didn't get Jimmy's. It's probably
1: worth... Getting his on. What's yours, Jimmy? That uh, breaking, Jimmy. Where I was streaking, I was yeah. running through the ledge grounds, and then I'm, then I hear some voices in the distance. Hey, what's going on over there? And it's a bunch of kids.
0: They're on a school trip. Yeah, you know, you get the day from school to go and explore the ledge, learn about democracy, and then you see a little person running around naked,
2: an overweight little person. <laughs>
0: With, running around naked with,
1: with a hat covering his junk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Ah. I bet those kids regretted
2: that too. Probably more than you. There was a lot of pointing. <laughs> uh, by the way, I did check on it and there is a statue of limitations on whether or not you can be charged um, charged for that. So, I think we're I think we're good. It's run out. Or at least, you got at least a week here. <laughs> the Locker Room Topic of the Day. We'll have to uh, walk the line on this one because we can't really read exactly what his text said, but I think people will get the idea. What have you regretted the moment you did it? Well,
0: he made a move on his mom's friend uh, when he was 16 years old. He uh, yeah, he put King. the moves on her and uh, she declined. <laughs> He asked for something very specific, though. Yes, yeah. I don't think we need to get into what he asked for. He just put the moves on her. He tried to tried to get with her. It was his mom's friend, and uh, yeah, like I said, she declined. <laughs>
2: All right. I think we can finish up here.
1: (laughs) The locker room topic of the day.
2: Our locker room topic was, we were trying to move on, but we got a last minute text worth reading. What have you regretted the moment you did it? Scuba
0: Steve said, early in my locker room career, I called you guys losers, but you're really just f*** ups. I regret that. Scuba.
2: (laughs) Thank you, Scuba. You're in
1: the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7. Cruise FM. This is
2: kind of an entertaining story, actually. So we'll start with the story yesterday. Give us a quick recap on the Edmonton firefighter thing that we we reported yesterday.
0: There's a group called Firefighter Aid Ukraine. And they've been sending firefighter gear to Ukraine for the last few years. Which I didn't know
2: about yeah. until yesterday, until you reported it in the in the news. It's run by Kevin Royal. He's an
0: Edmonton firefighter. Um, and so they just got back, actually. They actually just delivered, I think it was 14 tons of equipment to Ukraine. They drove it into Ukraine, it took them a few days, um, and they just got back. That was the story. And, and it was cool because there was actually... On the news, they were fighting a fire in Ukraine, and the
2: guy had an Edmonton fire coat on. And I had that video sent to me from, and everybody has these friends. Uh, a lot of times, you might not even like really know yeah. them. You just they're acquaintances, and maybe you follow them on Facebook, so on Messenger, you'll get like, "See, I told you that the, the war's fake. Here's There's no proof. war going oh on. God. It's all fake news. The fake- is just... Ukraine doesn't even exist. Look at this. There's Edmonton. This isn't even a fire in the state. Yeah. In, in Ukraine, it's a fire in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. That is actually a video that I got. So, the CNN footage
0: where this Edmonton um, firefighter jacket shows up, they're fighting this fire and, yeah, of course you see firefighters <laughs> standing around and the one guy, it says Edmonton, and people started going... This is from Edmonton, Canada. This isn't from Ukraine. Fake news. Fake news. And CNN has had to put out a story (laughs) going yet another false claim about our coverage of the war in Ukraine on social media. It's an absurd conspiracy theory that CNN faked its footage from the scene of a fire caused by a Russian attack on a fuel storage site. Yeah. And uh, they're saying this This is why there's an Edmonton jacket in the video is it was donated by Firefighters Aid Ukraine. It's kind of funny. <laughs> they interviewed that uh, that Kevin Royal
2: on CNN so he could clear it up for people. But I'm sure that convinced them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the actual headline because I just went to it on my messenger from this guy that sends me this stuff all the time. Yeah, he's harmless, so I just kind of ignore him. Uh, you know what? I, I there was a point. In my Like in the last year or so Where I've just Stopped trying to debunk This stuff for the yeah, people Yeah you just let Cause them Cause it's
1: not
0: You can't Because even know. if you try
2: to Debunk it They just go That's fake Go find another reason yeah. Well, why. Trudeau tells you What to say anyways yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That one I love Yeah Yeah No it said uh, The headline That was sent to me Oh my god Fake stream news Busted again <laughs> Everyone watch this Busted share. again You need to share this video Get the word out everybody <laughs> The new, the, the war in the Ukraine is fake. <laughs> you just had an odd request. Matt's driving around with his friends. Not what I expected for Matt to request. This is Tarzan Boy. I think the band is Baltimore. 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 Okay, there you go. I have never heard this song.
1: Yeah, you have.
2: Oh, yeah,
0: you have. Have I? Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's in, like, so many TV
1: commercials and stuff, and, and I'm pretty sure it's in a movie. I've never I've never heard the song. But just g- give the chorus a second. Okay. That that part to me
0: was the most... It was in Ninja Turtles uh, 3.
2: Okay, Maybe. This is this an old song or is it a new song? It's not. It's a. old. Is it? Okay. Uh, it came out in
0: 1985. 85. There's a wrestler that uses it.
2: There's a wrestler called Jungle Boy that comes up to this now.
0: All
2: right. That's about enough of that. <laughs> Get some sleep, Matt. (laughs) Sounds like it's been a long
1: night. The Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Trent Johnson. How's your car running?
0: Do you turn up the radio to hide a rattle, maybe? I think we all do that from time to time, right? I'm not alone on this one. And we all know about it. So don't be this guy. Three out of five people, they did this massive study in North America about car maintenance and how often people get their car maintained and how often they yeah, they fix the problems. Three out of five people say that other people notice their car issues before they do. The majority of people are just completely happy to continue down the road with the muffler dragging out the back. (laughs) Listen, if you get into a friend's car... I'm telling you right now, they know their windshield wipers need to be replaced. They can see the crack in their windshield. They know that the check engine light is on. It's not surprising (laughs) to them. They might act surprised when you tell them, hey, your check engine light is on, but they are well aware of it. They know the front tire rattles. They've been fighting to keep their car on the road for years now. They don't need you to get into their car and run a diagnostic because it's just easier to ignore all car problems. Mm-hmm. I don't want you under the hood telling me my alternator needs to be replaced because that sounds super expensive. And you know what's even worse? It's always the guy that doesn't even own a car that's telling you about all the issues with your car. I know the clock is wrong. I don't know how to change it. Of course my car needs coolant. Carl? Carl? I've never changed it. The Grant Report brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Oh, that's right. Show a Tuesday. friend you care. Buy them a tour today with our buy one, get one deal. Book at Edmonton or com.
1: You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM.
2: It was November eight. No, it was November 11th, 2008. Sometimes I mix that up, Remembrance Day. Um, no, no. November 8th. Oh, so 2000. 2000- no. They said. <laughs> okay, they we- said November 11th. <laughs> Maybe it was Remembrance Day. November eleventh, two thousand and eight, is when I quit smoking. Two thousand and eight. So you moved here a couple of years. And- yeah, um, I had a bad start to my to my Edmonton um, journey. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a good first couple of years here. Uh, things settled down after a bit, but uh, that's when I quit smoking. And I'll be honest, I have avoided any kind of smoking because I am literally I. I'm a pack away from a pack a day. Like, I saw you a have puff a cigar away. one night and you were surprised by yourself. You're mm-hmm. like I can't believe I did that. I remember that. That was at the old GM's uh, her birthday. Her yeah. Birthday and everyone was smoking those little mini cigars Yeah, and I had a puff. I can't I'm not going to lie to you. I felt like going to the 7-Eleven to grab a <laughs> a, pack of, a pack. Yeah. I really enjoy like I I can't tell you how much I loved smoking. Yeah. I loved it. And I know I could totally <laughs> see that. Yes, because a lot of high-strung people like like smoking because it gives them a little calm. I think. I, I still think about it, and <sighs> and and the everybody on those vapes—that's not helping me either. I get I get twitches a little bit from those. You as well. You should start chewing. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey Chris has got some logs to move. <laughs> Is he bringing in logs of chew now? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> the the thing that I didn't know about was I didn't know that there was a cigarette flavored vape. Yeah, so I tobacco guess tobacco flavored makes sense vapes. Um, so what happened was in the states, people they, were just like probably thinking I'm just a complete moron. But <laughs> I don't know. I always just thought <laughs> the vape was, the was like cotton candy. Yeah, because they
0: always smell good, right? But yeah, it's more for the people getting off the darts. Um, They're like, all right, well, just give me the one that tastes like a dart, right? Yeah. (laughs) um, So they said even though the FDA just approved them again, so they said even though e-cigarette products have been allowed to remain on the market for years, a couple years ago the FDA had asked companies to submit applications to keep them on the market. So they were saying like, hey, you can keep selling those. Specifically
2: the cigarette-tasting ones. Yeah,
0: so they said you can keep selling them, but you have to prove to us in a report Why you should be allowed to sell them And they just released that and they said okay you can keep selling them Because it is still helping people quit
2: so I think the thing that people need to be prepared for, if you're into the vaping thing, I love Army Chris is a, is a listener here of the locker room, yeah. and he's a friend of ours, and we bring him up as an example of heavy drinking and smoking quite often, and selling <laughs> he's illegal a products, products. selling illegal products. But he legitimately tried to quit smoking with the vape, and now he's a full time vapor and smoker. He just <laughs> he developed just another both. Just another, <laughs> ah, <it's,
1: laughs> when he's not smoking, he's He's vaping,
0: <laughs> so they we did, always in their study they did say the number of um, people that smoked regular sw- cigarettes and switched to e-cigarettes, um, the number of cigarettes they smoked dropped eighty percent from an average of thirteen to cigarette sixteen cigarettes a day to one or two, one or two months after making the
2: switch. So. As yeah, a smoker, but they're, they're, they're just on the vape more. But yeah. they're, all they're doing is trying to justify the the continuation of, yeah, of, of, of something that makes them billions of dollars, it's big money. Here's the thing that I think that people need to be prepared for: we're going to go down the same path that we did with smoking. Where smoking, like literally, when I started smoking, you could smoke on a plane, yeah. and then you couldn't smoke in a restaurant, and then you couldn't smoke. You could only smoke on half the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then you could only smoke in half the restaurant, like in no peeing sections in a pool, and then you could smoke out. you had to smoke outside and then you can't smoke within 30 feet yeah. of a building. And now the next step is they're just going to take everybody who smokes cigarettes, put them on a plane and move them to an island. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, we're literally like at that point with cigarettes. <laughs> and we're going to get there with vaping. Everyone be coughing. Vaping is going to get to the same point well, that it, cigarettes. It
0: already kind of has because when vaping first started, people were doing it in restaurants. Everywhere. Everywhere. And then they had to go, they changed the sign so it says yeah. no smoking
1: or vaping. Like they've already started, you know, people need to be prepared for that. As a smoker, because I've never done it, I actually hate the smell of it. Did you like the taste of the tobacco or was it just the smoking aspect, like this, the smoke? Because okay, I find so it a disgusting I smell. I didn't
2: start smoking till I was, I think it was just turned, like it was 17 or 18 and I started smoking because I was trying to make time with a, with a waitress. I was <laughs> bartending to go on the smoke breaks. Well, yeah. And she smoked. So I was like, you know what? I need to pick up that yeah. habit. If I'm going to be in front of her, like at, at least that five minutes. Right. Um, and I ended up getting like hopelessly addicted and I went from I went from zero to sixty real quick. I went from hey i 'll take one of those to buying cartons <laughs> and I was smoking a pack and a half to two packs a day for about ten years till I was twenty seven and then I had my daughter and then I quit, and I tried everything to quit I tried the I tried the cigar, I, the I, patch, the er, everything. I tried it all, and did you get hypnotized. No, I never did get hypnotized because I could. No one could hypnotize me. Mm. I'm too high, strong. I even had a. I even had the hypnotist pull me aside one time ago. You need to get some help. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for me, I can't tell you if it was the taste or the act or what it was, but. It was the hardest thing I have ever. I feel like had for you, a big
0: part would be the act because I've seen you eat sunflower seeds. Yeah, and I think you eat sunflower seeds like how you smoke one after another. <laughs> it's not a taste. Well, exactly. I, when it's I like when you once you've, you've you see-
2: seen me with a with a pack of sunflower seeds. Uh, I'm, you'll, you'll, I'm chewing uh, them on the show. Yeah, once it starts, stop until the bag's gone. Right, like I know,
1: and, and you're that I'm, way with jerky. Oh, you're yeah. Very, you have a very Here, that
2: bag of jerky. Army Chris gave me um, a couple of weeks ago. He made jerky, and he goes, I got some for you. It was in the the. bag. Yeah, the you finished it bag. before you got home. No, I got it in the car, opened it up. Yeah, I ate it on the, on the way home. My jaw was sore for two days because I had to eat the entire pound of it. It was FM. So we talked about this yesterday when we were having a conversation about Taylor Hawkins right Yeah, they found 10 substances in his body apparently I mean I, I don't know how much we can trust it it came out quite quickly the toxology report mm-hmm. he was in Columbia when he passed away they were on tour the Foo Fighters they were doing a big festival down there and um, so the fact that There was a story that he had called an ambulance because he was having heart pains. It's just just a little
0: connected to that.
2: Strange. Is it odd to you that the toxology report came out like literally three days after he passed away?
0: Yeah, I wonder if they just, because it was in Colombia, they put a
2: priority on it, like that government or something. I don't know. Yeah, they didn't want to be tagged with sort of any. Kind Of fault for his death or something? Maybe, yeah. Who,
1: who but, knows? But also with the fact that it's in another country, maybe that it, they kind well, of put a little bit of a. That's what I just said. If somebody
2: <laughs> passes away in North America, like Bob Saget, for instance, a couple of months ago, it took a long time. It was time. three weeks to a month before we found out how he passed away, not three days. But yeah, it could be just protocols are
0: different. Right. Yeah, okay. who knows? Um yeah. They left Bob Saget out of the in memoriam, eh? At the
2: Oscars. Oh, did they? Yeah. Ah, oh, they always screw up and leave somebody and they out. They left Ed Asner out of it as well. How do you leave Ed out? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's too bad. Um we talked about the fact that at some point we need the Medical marijuana and sort of, sort of that to catch up in the world with the with the medical community as far had a as bit a, of a opioid thing. Yeah, There's some opioids. It, in this. it needs to be viewed as an alternative, like an appropriate alternative to pain management to to pills, right? And it's just it's not there yet. We got quite a few texts when we were talking about this yesterday. People that are you know suggesting things that need to change, and the fact that doctors get money. Is that is that in the thing? states? Not not in Canada. Not in Canada. I was going to say no. that it doesn't sound like something that happens in Canadian thing. I think there's probably promo revolving around like a drug company will come into town mm-hmm. and they'll have like a rep that, you know, stays at the holiday inn and takes a doctor or some doctors out for dinner yeah. or golfing or you know pays for a trip somewhere. I'm guessing that probably happens. That happens in the music yeah. world. Yeah, right. <laughs> it doesn't anymore, but it used to. Music directors used to go on trips yeah. to see bands. Go see bands play. And then mysteriously, they would add those bands' songs when they got back from said trip. Right? <laughs> this is the world that we live in, right? Anyway, you grease my palm, I'm going to, whatever. Anyway, the the conversation that I wanted to have was about a study that they just recently did. And they were testing CBD oil. Um well, CBD, and they were testing it for side effects like nausea and anxiety when used for pain, specifically for shoulders mm. like so if you if you mesh your shoulder up, you have s- surgery on it, your recovery time during Looking at the CBD. you would need you would need to take something for your pain, right mm-hmm. and they put some of these patients on CBD and it had um like remarkable. Results. I see that. Yes. Yeah. So it was very specific, but this is the thing that we were talking about yesterday, because we're not at a point yet where it's viewed as a legitimate alternative. Yeah. Even though I think most people are aware of the benefits of pain management of, you know, pot. Yeah. It's not something that they have clinical studies on. They don't have a lot of it anyway. And, and I think we're getting to that point where they're, they're starting to test it, right, more. Do you think the Foo Fighters continue without Taylor Hawkins? Him and Dave
0: Grohl best friends. I was having this conversation with my friends yesterday, because so I was like, "I I bet they get. I bet they at least finish this tour that they're on, because I, I think that's what Taylor Hawkins would want them to do,
2: right? I think this one's going to mess Dave up
1: but, really bad because yeah. he's lost two two maybe. of his best friends, two, yeah. like him and yeah. Cobain, and yeah. I don't know, man. I I I've,
2: I, if if he came out tomorrow and said I'm done, it wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Like I I, I, w- I won't be surprised either way. If he never tours again, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back in five years with a new album and and a sh- and a series of shows. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me either. But I don't think we're going to see the Foo Fighters for for a long time because of this. I think I think it's gonna. I don't think that tour starts up again. Yeah. I think we're... I think yeah. that one's getting canceled, yeah. Yeah, because he... Kurt, I don't know if you know that story. So when Kurt passed away, that destroyed him. Yeah, it took him about a year to release his first Foo Fighters album. Yeah. yeah. So he's older now, though. He's in mm-hmm. his 50s, yeah. Ah, Hopefully. I'd like to see them back. See them finish the tour, at least.
1: Yeah. And now, The Locker Room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White.
2: Okay, an update on where we're at with the Jedi Jimmy podcast. After the Boba Fett series finished up, he started breaking down the lightsaber forms of combat. There's seven of them, right? Yes. Okay, so he's been going through them in sequence. So, form one, form two, form three, Grant and I were involved in form 3 last yeah, week we were right and so we broke that down and he needed us to um demonstrate how he blocks blaster sh- shots with a lightsaber, okay? We don't have a blaster, so we use Nerf guns. That video is up on our, well, it's on a wherever you get your podcast, but it's also up on the Locker Room YouTube page if you want to go watch it. He's in the middle of working on form number four. And the interesting thing about Jimmy's... Evolution Here with the Jedi Jimmy podcast is what he's learning is that he is getting really good exercise from jumping around his living room with a lightsaber. Yes. So he is working on as a follow up to the seven forms, a breakdown of the seven forms of lightsaber combat, a exercise routine revolving around your Jedi Jimmy training, right? Yes. Okay. And a big part of the Jedi Jimmy training, and we thought it would be useful today just based on how many angry texts and emails and social (laughs) media uh, messages we've all been getting here over the last couple of days. I think people are just done with the weather. It's the weather, I'm sure. So we thought we would do a little bit of Jedi Jimmy Star Wars meditation.
1: Is this music okay? This should work just fine. All right, Jimmy. Lead us through the practice. Now, there is a lot of anger, and anger is the path to the dark side. So we need to release, get rid of the anger. So first, breathe in, and remember... Fear is the path to the dark side. Breathe out. Fear leads to anger. Breathe in. Anger leads to hate. Breathe out. Hate leads to suffering. Grant, you're not doing it. Oh,
0: no, I haven't been paying attention.
1: The dark side sounds way better, though. We... (laughs) <laughs> don't want the suffering. There's a lot of suffering people out there. So release the anger. Breathe in. And smile. Breathe in again. And grab a beer. And let's... You can't do that. You can't offer release. up a beer when well, we don't have that. beer. No Yoda
2: quotes? There was a That is
0: a Yoda there, quote. Oh, is it? Grab, grab a, a beer? Grab a beer <laughs>
1: You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. There's been a shift
2: with Elon Musk, right? Like, he used to be the guy that would say something weird on Twitter and then start selling flamethrowers, right? Yeah. Just just as a joke. And would be very successful at it. Would make millions of dollars. Now he's starting to... I don't know. Maybe, has he always been like this? Like the, the fighting with Putin thing threw me. <laughs> when he challenged Putin to a fight? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's always been like this, hasn't he? Has he? he? Okay. Um, part, of, part of why
2: he wants to start his own the social Justin media. Trudeau thing. I mean, I don't yeah. like Justin Trudeau, but that was weird for him to weigh in on that. Although he is Canadian, I guess. I don't know. Um, so he said,
0: somebody said, would you consider building a new social media platform? They tagged him in that uh, tweet, and he said, I am giving serious thought to this. Part of that, what I was reading, is because he's he's angry with how the uh they watch everything he tweets and it affects um what what's it called the SEC the oversight committees watch what he tweets because it can be all be impacting his stocks right so he gets in trouble for things he tweets by when they're saying like you're giving insider info or you're manipulating the stock market. Kind of like when he tweeted that he was going to set the Tesla stock
2: prices at 420. Yeah, but the, he was high. The thing is he's he has that kind of impact so people watch yeah. him. Is he not aware? So of that? he's
0: saying he's going to he wants to start his own social media where that's not allowed. <laughs> yeah. Cuz it's a little Free speechy-ish, trump Well, everyone tries to start their own when they start to get in trouble on social media, right? They all go, I'm starting my own. Yeah. And it never really works, does it? I mean, they had the parlor one. There's been a few oh, that have tried. How is Trump's doing? It never took off.
2: He tried to start one called Truth Social. It was okay on the front end, but I don't know if it's. it didn't build much momentum no, past it, the first it, week it or two. It never built any momentum, really. Yeah. 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 Anyway, maybe it's still will. I I, I think he's slipping. You think, think so? There's something going on. And, and listen, I'm aware that he admitted that he has Aspergers. Yeah. So he's got he's got something going on there, right? Like I don't know how that impact that, that that's that's how you interact socially, right? Yeah. With people? Um so I I think maybe this is a byproduct of that, but he is I don't know, he's getting a little bit more paranoid. I did. Um, I did appreciate this one um, tweet. So he tweets
0: a lot about video games and stuff as well. Um, and somebody asked him, um, "How would we combat Terminators?" He said, "Let's say real life Terminators come. What kind of weapon would we need?" And he just said, "A magnet. We just need giant magnets. <laughs> They're all metal,
2: <laughs> right?" It's it makes funny. sense. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's okay. <laughs> maybe I'm just reading a little too much into yeah. it.
1: You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Somewhere a village is missing an idiot. Or three. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.